Hey, just quickly before you listen to this podcast, if you are not one of our little ferals yet, then you need to be. We would love you to be part of our little feral family. And when you are part of our little feral family, you'll get some more juicy gossip. We've got extra podcasts and it's the price of a coffee a month. It's £3 or £3.50 a month. Guys, it's cheap as chips. You can find the link in our Instagram bios at Laura Summers Lifestyle at Becky Hayes UK or in the description of this podcast wherever you listen to it. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Laura and Becky show. So you know the story, guys. We were on the radio together. We got the sack. So what did we do? We flew off on a girly weekend to Mallorca, had lots of fun, lots to drink, and decided to start a podcast. We are now sponsored by East Midlands Airport, Red Brick Estate Agents, and Prince Family Law Solicitors. And we're very excited today because it's Wednesday and we've got a guest. And it's a returning guest. It is a returning guest by popular demand. We've actually had lots of you get in touch asking for this person to come back on the pod. So you know what, guys? You wanted it. We're going to give it to you. (laughs) What I love (laughs) is with um, Red Brick, we have Thea and Ross on quite Mm -hmm. a lot. They're just getting married. Yeah. (laughs) With Prince Family Law, we get Lisa on about divorce. (laughs) We cover all bases on this pod. Yeah, I love it. But we've had a lot of people get in touch. So last time you were on Lisa, I think this was like last season, wasn't it? Yeah, we were trying to figure out the last time. You said it was a hot day. It was August, I think. Uh, oh, it was a while ago. So definitely last season. Yeah. yeah. But since then, and actually since we had um, Coco Travels on and Charlotte, who were talking about their experiences with divorce, there's been an influx. Yeah. <laughs> We've had loads of... Um, we Actually, no, there I is, there is one guy on here. Yes. busy period. Oh, Lisa, it's busy. It's busy, <laughs> all right. So we've got... A lot of questions from a lot of our listeners. There, there is one man on here, actually. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there we're not going to name him, but there is a man, which we're very excited about. Well, we've decided, we've just had a quick conversation. We're not obviously going to name anyone because we don't no. want to do that. And we thought maybe we'll make up names, but actually we're not going to do that. We're just not going to name people. Um, but if you do have a question, keep them coming. 
Oh, yeah, we love it and Lisa loves it. I do, I do. It's my job. So, first of all, um, welcome back from your lovely holiday. Thank you. You look very well. Thank you. Saw elephants and lions. Elephants, giraffes, zebras, lions. I feel like that's a holiday that's on everyone's bucket list is to go on a safari. It should be, honestly, it really should. I, I was not sure whether it would be my thing, but it was... Amazing. Right. Early Amazing. starts, though, wasn't it? You were saying five in the morning, <laughs> but you're so excited about what you're going to yeah. see. You just yeah, don't it's mind. not like you're getting up for work, is it? <laughs> it's true. No. You get up to see yeah. the big five. <laughs> you are. Also, <laughs> I mean, I would. Is it more important than the animals? Probably. There was a good pale rosé. Amazing pale rosé. <laughs> I have to say, the wine in South Africa. Oh. Amazing. Now you're talking. Red, white and oh, the rosé. Right. All delicious. <laughs> well, you tagged us in a picture I of the pale rosé. We were very jealous. That was a particularly good pale oh, rosé that night. Great. We yeah. love it. Sounds yeah. like a dream. Yeah. Animals, pale rosé. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's better? <laughs> Elephant, pale rosé. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we, I mean, shall we just get into it, yeah, the questions then? It. Okay, yeah. uh, right, so a little what we've got. All right, Lisa. Yes. Um, I keep going to see the, the name. We're not doing names, right? Okay. How much does a divorce cost on average? Okay. So I think it's probably important to know that there are two elements. So there's the divorce and there is then the financial side of the divorce. If we are just talking about the divorce, you're talking about um, just your your paperwork, your initial paperwork, it's all done online now um, and it's a fairly straightforward process. I think most firms like ours offer a fixed fee for a divorce. Uh, We charge 500 plus VAT for the divorce. The court then charge a fee, um, I think it's £593 at the moment. So that is for the divorce but I think it's important to know that just because you are divorced, that doesn't mean that you then can't make financial claims against the other. So some people get divorced, deal with it, and then years later, out of the blue, they get um, an application from their ex saying that they're making a claim against them for some money. I actually didn't know this. Yes. I thought Those once the divorce was done, that. that was it. No, absolutely not. It, you, you uh, the only thing that finalizes your claims against each other for finances is your final um order a uh, uh, financial remedy order that can be is, done. That, is that a consent yeah, order it, if, if you agree it, it it's it's by consent if it's forced on you by the court it is just an order uh if it's just dealing with who gets the house who gets the car things like that no maintenance, it is called a clean break order. If it provides for maintenance, it's not a clean break order. Um, but that is that is the document that um, ends your financial claims. Um, it also deals uh, ends your claims against someone's estate on death. Um, but until you've got that, your claims remain open. So by way of example, and I often give this example to my clients, you get divorced, you think, well nothing to sort out at the moment, no finances. One of you wins the lottery a couple of years later. Uh, there's nothing to stop your ex then making a claim against those monies. They may not succeed, but if uh, needs prevail, so if they've got nothing and it would then 
help them buy a house, a court may award them some of that. Um, so uh, that's a, a really important point, really, that your divorce doesn't end your financial claims. But if you've got the financial paperwork, that then does. If you won that's the lottery you, then, they couldn't come and they <laughs> just check in. They couldn't come back then. No, right. that's it. Got that it. ends your claims. So there's no coming back after that. So do you say to everybody, once they've got the divorce, do your consent your that you clean break order effectively i I do because they may say well we've not really got hardly any assets but there is that example yeah Yeah. some people may think that's fine what's the chance of winning the lottery i'll take that chance yeah um other people may think well actually yeah yeah uh, i'll tick all the bases and we'll we'll have you your clean break order god that's really good to know because i mean I've been divorced. Well, you did the lottery the other week, didn't you? From Psychic Dave. (laughs) I I didn't win, (laughs) so it's all fine. (laughs) But um, I didn't realise that, even though I've been through a divorce. I didn't know that. And I reckon a lot of people won't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to the cost of it. So your divorce cost is pretty much fixed. About a grand About a grand plus that. Your finances... It's a bit like how long is a piece of string because I could see a client, she could say, look, it's pretty much all sorted. Just need you to write to him, agree an order, prepare it all. Mm -hmm. So your costs will not be that much then. If you end up going to court, you can be talking 30,000, 40,000 plus if it goes Mm. all the way. Mm. Um, So it depends on how complicated how much agreement there is um, and, you know, as I say... How long it goes on for, I guess, as well. I guess as well, every divorce is different. Every single one is different. Every single one must be. Because you've got different people, different personalities, different finances, different situations. I I say that. That is what makes the job interesting. Everyone is different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Question number two. Um, Do I have to take on my husband's debt? Okay, and this is quite a common problem, uh, common question. I actually had a client on the phone today asking this. My husband's running up debt. Will I be responsible for it? Uh, when it comes to debts, um, there are matrimonial debts or are there are debts that are your own. The only way uh, you would be responsible for your husband's debt is if it was debt that had been run up while you were together for the benefit of you both. For example, you pay for a holiday on it, a family holiday. That would be then classed as a joint debt. If you separate and your husband then runs up credit cards, no, you wouldn't be responsible for that. So it would only be joint debt run up for the benefit of you both that would be classed as matrimonial debt. Yeah. Other quick question. Yes. <laughs> what if, and I don't, I, mean, I don't know if this is a stupid question, what if you've been with your partner you're not married, but you've yes. been with them for like, let's say, 25 years yes. and you split up. Yeah. What happens to finances then? Yeah. This is on, this was on my list. When I said to you, I've got some extra questions that are oh, uh, commonly asked. This was one of the right. questions. That on wasn't there. a stupid question yeah. then. No. So the first part, one I'd put down there, which is a myth that many people ask about, is there such thing as a common law wife or husband? No such thing. So being with somebody for a certain length of time does not acquire you uh, any rights as if you were married. Um, What happens to your finances if you just live together and you're not married? Um, Basically, it's straight property law. So if you own a house between you in joint names, 
um, it would be 50-50 unless there's anything in place to say it's anything other than 50-50. It gets more complicated where you live, so let's say you live with somebody for 20 years in a house that's in their name. Um, would you have any rights to that property on the face of it? No, unless you'd made contributions to the mortgage or made contributions to either the purchase price when it was bought or renovation work, uh, knocking down walls, building, uh, you know, new kitchens, things like that. What, what about bills? It's not actually anything to do with the house, but if they just, if they paid all that of the bills and... any any interest in the house. Really? Yeah. Interesting. If you've got children, there are claims you can make under what's called Schedule 1 of the Children Act. So you can make claims against property if you've got children um, for to be provided with a, a property for you and the children. Right. But ordinarily, if you're not married, um, unless the house is in joint names, you've not got any automatic right to someone else's property. Do you know what? This, I'm, I'm realising there's so much that I actually don't know. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Do courts favour mothers? No. I think a lot of people think courts favour mothers because more often than not, mothers are where uh, are with who the children live with. The courts favour children or they prioritise children so in a financial case, the first, uh, the first priority is always the children um, meeting their needs, housing needs, making sure they've got a roof over their head. Um, there's more and more shared care arrangements now because both parents work now, whereas years ago, um, most mothers didn't work. Um, so I, I would say, no, the courts don't favour mothers. They perhaps it would appear that they do because they are making sure that the children are provided for if the children live with mom. Um, in Children Act cases, so your contact cases, your, uh, who the children live with, who they spend time with, again, it's always what is in the best interest of the children. So there should be no favour in mum or, or dad. So I would say, if you'd have asked me this question 20 years ago, I would have probably said probably the courts do favour mothers. I don't think they do now. I think it's a lot more even. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think it's probably because the, the mums were the... Usually the kids were with the mums, right? Whereas I think nowadays it's a little bit different, isn't mm. it? Definitely. When, when I started this job, I would say nine out of ten mums were stay-at-home mums. Yeah. Uh, and the children lived with mum. Now, most parents both work... A lot of the time, mum works part-time till the children get to a certain age where she can work full-time. But I see lots of uh, clients where they both work full-time and they share care equally yeah. with mm. the children. Yeah. Um, it, I suppose it makes life easier in one way because their needs are the same. Yeah. So they both need the same kind of house. They both need the same kind of income. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so, I guess in in the long run, like you say, they favour the children. That's what's best for the, the child, isn't That's it? That's right. So yes. that would make sense. Yes. Okay, great. Um, this one we got a lot and it's about moving out. Yep. So what if you can't, what if you want to move out and you can't afford to move out? 
Well, you've got nowhere to go, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my advice to my clients is always do not move out. Um, I say that because let's say you've got, um, say, wife who's extremely unhappy, um, doesn't want to be under the same roof as as a husband. He's doesn't really want the marriage to end, um, which perhaps brings us on one, to one of the later questions. Um, if she moves out, she then automatically makes his life more comfortable because that atmosphere is gone. He will then sit tight in the house and do nothing. She is then either paying, well, if she can't move afford. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. To move out, she would have probably gone back to live with her parents or friends or something. So she's living in circumstances that aren't ideal, and he will then just sit tight and do nothing. She then has got to force it... Um, effectively uh, go through the courts to force him to do anything uh, i always advise do not move out unless it uh, sometimes it's totally untenable and I, i'll say to my clients you know when it, it comes to that point where you can't send it any longer but always stay if you can yeah. because there is far more chance of sorting this out more quickly if you stay i know it's awful mm. and you stay in an atmosphere that's unpleasant but you will both find it unpleasant and it will urge you both to sort it out whereas yeah. if you remove yourself from it one person then is left in the house comfortable and will sit tight and do nothing yeah, yeah. and what about if i actually know the person who's answered this question. So I know a bit more about it, but what if, so what if the, the mum wants to move out? Yes. Because almost she's been forced to. Yeah. And what happens does, so the person that want, that wants the divorce, yeah, they've stayed put, but yeah. they're almost forcing that person out because they're making life unbearable. Do they have to pay towards the rent of where they've gone? Well, it all depends. I mean, um, if it depends how bad their behaviour is that's made it unbearable. Um, and it, it depends if the person who's moving out is the one who the children would be with. So if, that, if the one that was almost being forced out is the person who, would, who the children would live with and the person who's staying in the house is behaving so badly... Mm -hmm that that is forcing them out, then there are applications that can be made to court mm. to get the other person removed from the house right. because of their behaviour. Mm. Um, 
if not, if it is just their behaviour that is forcing them out, um, and it's, I don't mean this awful, it's not behaviour that a court would think was so bad that they should intervene and make orders, um, should they then contribute to their rent? If their income is such that it is so much higher than their uh, wife or husband that's moving out, then you can apply for orders for maintenance to help them then meet their housing okay. costs. Okay. You've actually, you've kind of answered the the next question in that. You did it all in one, one answer, yeah. which yeah. is great. Um, so we'll move on to the next one. How do I know if a lawyer is a good lawyer? Really difficult one because most people, you know, and you average man in the street, a lawyer is a lawyer. So you don't know what is a good lawyer and a bad lawyer. We do because you deal with lawyers all the time. So you kind of heart sink sometimes when you get uh, certain lawyers on the other side. <laughs> I always think personal recommendations are your best mm. way to go. I don't think Google reviews, I don't think looking at awards, things like that. I think personal recommendations, word of mouth, um, are the best way to ascertain whether somebody is a good lawyer yeah and it's asking someone you trust isn't it if you trust that person and they're saying to you listen this person will look after you they're really good then it's yeah they're going to be good aren't they if they've had a good experience Mm. like you say then they will and and certainly at our firm i would say a vast majority of our work comes from personal recommendations um which is good that's a good sign isn't it i remember you saying last time you were here that um that kind of that first consultation where you just sit with them and you get to know them yeah. is a really that's a really good way of knowing because it's not necessarily it's you have to you have to get on with your lawyer don't you, you have mm. to trust you them absolutely you have to... yeah yeah i mean it's like i said to you that first time you you are telling somebody you have never met before intimate details of your life finances about your children i always would urge my clients um to come in and meet me and make sure they know they feel comfortable and can get on with me. Yeah. Um, because you you really have got to get on with them. And, and, you know, don't get me wrong, you're not best friends with your clients and your clients aren't best friends with you because um, you've got to have a professional relationship and there's quite often they'll get frustrated and take the frustrations out on us, which is nature of the job. But they've ultimately got to trust you and got to feel comfortable with you. Good advice. Um, yeah. Um, what is the best advice you would give to a man who doesn't want the divorce? Probably do nothing. That would be my advice. Okay. Um, if his wife's wanting a divorce, um, certainly I wouldn't leave the house. Um, so if he came to see me and said, my wife wants a divorce, she wants me to, she's asked me to leave, my advice to him would be, well, don't do anything don't leave the house, stay where you are, for exactly the reasons I just gave you. Um, if she wants a divorce, you're going to have to l- let her drive it and make her do the work. So ultimately, if she wants a divorce and she pushes it, then there's not a lot you can do to stop it. Um, maybe seek some couple yeah. counselling, do everything you can to see whether there's any chance of retrieving it. There's you know, good counsellors out there that... Um, they could try some couple counselling so that's a suggestion Um, but I think you know my advice to him would be to stay where he is sit back and do nothing Uh, let her drive it if that's what she wants and if there's any way of trying to retrieve it by way of couple counselling then 
yeah. then suggest that. It's a sad situation, that, isn't really it? When sad. one yeah. really is adamant yeah. they want to split and the other one really Awful. doesn't want yeah. to. And yeah. is, is that quite common? Is it more... It is, it, it is because, you know, you when you see... It is usually, it's very rare that they both decide on the same right. day mm. we, want we want to, to separate. Right. There is usually one that is far further down the line with yeah. that decision than the other party. Um, they've been thinking about it for a while. They've mm. probably grieved themselves, come to kind of accept it in their own head, uh, and that's when they've seen a lawyer. So they then, their other half has to go through the whole process that they've been through mm. so you finally reach the same stage. Um, and it is really sad when, you know, it's, you know, heartbreaking really when somebody says i don't love you anymore uh, and they want to save the marriage difficult as well because what can you really do if somebody's made their mind up but some do you know some clients do pull it around they'll, they'll try counseling they will mm. pull it around um but yeah i would say in the majority of cases you've always got one yeah that's a bit further ahead you're right as well because nobody well i don't think many people make these this decision lightly or overnight like you say it's been something you've been probably thinking about for years and it's built up it's built up so like you say one person's probably grieved and gone through that process yeah yeah yeah. well i mean i've been divorced and it's not something you go through lightly and you do grieve you 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 feel you've failed at something you don't get married with the intention that you're Mm. going to get divorced so you do grieve the loss of that marriage really and it is hard to kind of come to that decision so i don't think as you say anybody comes to it lightly yeah um the trouble is by the time they then tell their husband or wife that's the decision they come to Mm. they then think they've come to it lightly because they've made their decision and they've kind of made their own peace with it in their own head and they've got to then go through that whole from the very start yeah yeah yeah. god yeah Okay, next question. Um, how long can a divorce last for? <laughs> uh, well, it. I would say if you deal with it through the... You start off... I mean, you would always start off trying to negotiate. There are options when it comes to negotiating. Um, mediation is an option. And certainly mediation now is something the courts are championing, saying you've got to try mediation and they've got to say it's, uh, sign it off, saying it's either failed or not suitable uh, before you can even make a court application. So that's one option of uh, negotiation. The other option is that you try and negotiate through solicitors, you exchange your disclosure, you exchange offers. If it becomes apparent, I always think fairly soon it becomes apparent whether you're going to sort it or not. You can tell whether they're so entrenched in the positions that you're just not going to get any closer. I would then get my application into court because if not, it can drag on forever and ever. When you get in the court process, you're in a fairly tightly managed process and time scale. So I would say um, usually about six to 12 months if you're in the court process that you will sort it out up to final order um years ago it used to they used to go on years and years but i think the court kind of dealt with that and they've got fairly tight procedural rules in place now to ensure that that doesn't happen and i think as a lawyer we are under a duty to make sure that doesn't happen because Mm. i've taken files over for clients 
uh, they've left those, their other solicitors come to come to me because they feel they're not getting anywhere. I get a file that's 10 inches deep Ooh, and God. got absolutely nowhere, just correspondence going round and round. Well, there is no, number one, that's costing your client yeah. a load of money, getting absolutely nowhere, and then you have to start the process then and you're still probably 12 months away from getting it sorted. So I think you have to make a fairly uh, a judgment call as to whether you're going to get anywhere or not and, and make sure you then um, involve the court as a last resort if you have to. Yeah, you want yeah. things to be moving, don't you? Nothing Absolutely. worse nothing than if you feel like nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, paying bills. Yeah, uh, your file getting deeper and deeper, and and nothing happening. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, <laughs> awful. <laughs> right. Okay. So we've now got a voice note. So okay. Let's play this. Hi there. I've got a question for Lisa. Um, so my name is Emily, and I'm currently going for a divorce, which is taking quite a lot of time. And I'm just finding I'm really, really stressed out, which means that I'm drinking consistently every night. And I just wondered, could Lisa advise how much wine am I going to need to get through this blooming divorce? <laughs> oh, bless Emily. <laughs> we've all been Emily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've all been Emily. <laughs> Um, how much wine to get through this divorce? What would I say? Uh, maybe a couple of bottles a week. Is that understated? Yeah. Yeah. Not a night, no. Yeah. Not a couple of bottles uh, a night. Maybe not a night. Bottle a night, maybe. Yeah. Wine does help the yeah. process, oh, though. Without a doubt. Yeah. I think it's Definitely. essential. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Emily yeah. will come round and join you. Oh, I know. Yeah, Lisa knows yeah. her wine. I we do. can all recommend yes. a wine for you, Emily. Oh, oh my God. God. Um, last um, time, we, we well, basically, we went into your offices and we yes. met all your wonderful colleagues. And we asked them a question about what their song would be mm. to walk into court. Now, before, um, Becky, before you got here, I was chatting to Lisa. And Lisa has done a couple of white collar boxing challenges oh really yeah yeah, yeah. and you <laughs> mentioned that you chose and you, you you did actually liken it to walking in court you know getting prepared it is I, well you said did you get nervous and my answer to that was yes you are you're nervous when you're waiting to walk into the ring yeah which is like mm. when you're waiting to go into court yeah once you actually get in the ring or in court you're you get into your flow and your nerves go because yeah. you're into your flow of it um, so yeah, they are quite similar actually. When I, I heard you Love ask that it. question, yeah. So yeah, what's your song? Well, the song I had for both was actually the I love the Killers. So I had the Killers. Uh, it's called the Man. Right. Um, oh, I don't, I don't know, know that one. It. No. It's got, it's got a really good intro, <laughs> and then it's I'm <laughs> the man. I'm the man. Oh, I do I'm know woman, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the and woman. Just, I'm yeah. the woman. I just loved it, and it had this really big build up, right. and then great big like pumping music as yes. you walk down. Uh, that, so that was the song I used for both of them. Yeah. Every, everyone now is going to be... I'm the man. Yeah, stalking Lisa on social media, yeah. looking at her going, so she's there before she goes yeah. into court, but like, I'm the man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, great God. song. I still love it now. And whenever I hear it, I think yeah. of those... Uh, 
those fights. Yeah. Who was it that said um, it was Shania Twain? Didn't, who was it? Was it Shania Twain? I feel office? like a woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. remember who that I was. Feel like a woman. <laughs> yeah, so you're a man. Yeah. Your colleague feels like a woman. It's all <laughs> going it's all on. Going on. Yeah. Hey, whatever, on. whatever G's you up before <laughs> you go in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming okay. on again. That's no problem. Um, no we've problem. wanted to get you on for ages, obviously, since getting all these questions through and people asking things. Yeah. But obviously, you've been away. So thank you so much for coming. Okay. Yeah, in um, today yeah and yeah that's all of our questions i think isn't it that's all of our questions it's fascinating yeah. we yeah. could we could yeah. talk over a bottle of wine all night oh yeah. couldn't we yeah, but yeah. keep them coming guys if you have any oh, more absolutely. after this Happy episode answer any more yeah. 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 yeah yeah let's do it lisa yeah. thank you so much okay no problem planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Just quickly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, you are going to get all the juicy extra bits that we don't talk about on the normal podcast. And trust us, they're good. They are good. And no adverts. So click the link in the bio of this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Or you'll find it on our Insta at The Laura and Becky Show.